spoken word song. Since I cannot carry a tune in a jar. Nearer my God to thee. Nearer to thee. Even though it be a cross that raiseth me. Still all my song shall be nearer my God to thee. Nearer my God to thee. Nearer to thee. Though like the wanderer the sun go down, darkness be over me. My rest a stone, yet in my dreams I'd be nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. There let the way appear, steps unto heaven, all that thou sendest me in mercy given, Angels to beckon me nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. Then with my waking thoughts, bright with thy praise, out of my stony griefs, Bethel I'll raise, so by my woes to be nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee. Or if on joyful wing cleaving the sky, sun, moon, and stars forgot upward I fly, still all my song shall be nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee, nearer my God to thee. Oh, I wish I could sing it. But I can't. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, if you can stand with me tonight, out of respect for the Word of God, for God has commanded me and all other true preachers, preach the Word in season and out of season. Uh, I would surmise tonight that preaching this word, God's word, is out of season tonight. But I must preach it anyhow. Whether people want to hear it or not, there's power in the foolishness of preaching. Turn your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 3. And I might read a little bit more tonight. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, 
people who give you their word and then go back on it. False accusers, liars, people who scandalize your name, incontinent, people who don't have any control, and may God help you if you are living with a person who is demon-possessed, therefore they have no ability to resist the devil that he flee, and the devil can have his way with that person and make them do uh, evil and ungodly things. You need to pray hard. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. Uh, the mark of a true Christian is that they can be happy for people who do well and who do good and really mean it. Traitors, heady, traitors. Uh, recently, the president of uh, the National Association of Evangelicals showed himself to be a traitor, and uh, so did their board members. Ed Stetzer sits on the board, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. We have a television duo who acted very high-minded, committing adultery and then laughing about it, leaving both families, their spouses and their children in pain while they laughed about it on television and now hopefully they're on their way out of the door. They, they, they have been suspended and, uh, and I'm glad to see it and I hope that they get fired. Having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven hallowed be your name Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you for your grace, your love, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son who sits at your right hand, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. I praise you and I thank you for the millions, the many, and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon me and upon my family and upon those who have gotten saved through the ministry. <clears throat> and those who have gotten saved around the world. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us, our Lord, by your grace. Tonight, Lord, I thank you for allowing me to be here. Thank you for giving me the strength to do this, and I do not take it lightly. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would have mercy and grace upon me and upon everybody who names the name of Christ in my family, in this audience, and around the world. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults, and our failures, as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. <clears throat> 
wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls and spirits in the precious blood of Christ. Crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us, and fill us who are saved with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. I thank you for your holy word that you gave. Ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be open unto you. And Holy Father God, I pray that, Lord, you would uh, deliver us tonight from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Help those of us who are saved and who believe in you by your grace to truly confess our sins, to truly humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and get back to you, our first love, in a very real sense. Lord God in heaven, I pray for the salvation of the lost in my own family. For Lord, we have people in our family who are religious but lost. And Lord, I pray first of all for my own wife. As you know, Lord, I've prayed for her since we got married some 35 years ago and for her salvation and have even uh, led her in the prayer. But Lord, uh, for some reason, Marika White obviously is not saved. I pray that you'll open her blinded eyes, unstop her deaf ears, and save her soul and change her life. And I do thank you that she is here uh, helping in the ministry. I do pray, however, Lord, she will humble herself and truly believe in you and uh, ha- and repent of her sins and have fruit that remains and that uh, uh, she will be made into a new creature and not uh, a person who can be controlled and used by the devil to try to hinder your ministry and your work. I pray, Holy Father God, for the salvation of all of her family members, her mother, her siblings, her uh, aunts and everybody. I pray, Lord, for the salvation of my mother and my siblings and everybody who is lost in my family. And Lord God in heaven, I do pray for the salvation of all people who are lost in this audience and in this country and around the globe. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would uh, revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, Comfort those who are grieving and mourning. Uh, Lord, and draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, grant me your energy from heaven, your unction, your anointing, your insight, uh, your uh, wisdom and uh, intelligence and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your holy word, bring all things to my remembrance and to my mind. And, uh, Lord, I pray at the same time, I thank you for uh, cheerfulness. I thank you for joy. 
unspeakable and peace that passeth all understanding. I thank you, Holy Father God, for how that you've given me the ability to endure uh, persecutions and uh, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and a thorn in the flesh with pleasure and with uh, and I glory in it and have cheerfulness in it. At the same time, I thank you for the liberty to pray for these things to go away according to your will. And Holy Father God, I pray that you will uh, deliver me and my family, Lord, especially my immediate family, as I pray for them uh, especially and for all other Christians. Deliver us, Lord, from all of our distresses and afflictions, burdens, cares, and worries, and fears, tribulations, persecutions, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions, as you have down through the years. Pave the way for us, and lead us, guide us, and direct us. And Lord, I do pray that, Holy Father God, you would indeed uh, deliver us also, Lord, from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems, and all other debt and issues that we are dealing with and facing on an individual basis, a collective basis as well. And Holy Father God, I do pray that you will bless and protect my family and all of the families uh, in this audience and in this country and around the globe that name the name of Christ. In a very special way, save those families that are lost so that they can be under this protection. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil, and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ and have all that we do and say tonight, not only in this service, but after the service, to be done for your glory, praise and honor, for the glory, praise and honor of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, our Savior. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. We're still talking about perilous times, the times in which we live. And don't worry about the gung-ho-ism, don't worry about the American optimistic spirit that we still see, and how that we can see nearly 20 little angelic children get murdered and their teachers, and we keep getting up like it never happened. Uh, for young teenagers, uh, first year of college in Idaho, and we keep getting up like there's nothing wrong. Three young black football players uh, who could have become millionaires before they even left college, killed by a, another young black man football player at the University of Virginia.
they had made it big time. And uh, people who are in the American way are taught to keep getting up. Multi multiple young people killed on Halloween week, during Halloween week. A little girl picked up by a FedEx driver and murdered within an hour. And we in America with our gung-hoism and our American spirit keep getting up. And you get mad at me because I'm pointing out the fact that we should not be that way. It shows no class. It shows no love as Jesus Christ predicted in these days. The love of many shall wax cold. My wife and I read uh, about Noah today and uh, God made it very clear that he was going to destroy what he had made because people were evil in every, every area of their lives, especially violence. And so basically God was saying, since you're going to kill one another, then I might as well just go ahead on and destroy all of you and just keep some alive and start all over. And I want you to know that God is very uh, aware of the violence that's going on in the gung-ho optimistic spirit of America. Very, very much aware because God hears and sees the blood crying out from the ground. You remember Cain and Abel, don't you? And so the description, ladies and gentlemen, in this and in the following verses, even the papists, Dr. Guzik brings out, apply to the Protestants and some to the Jews and others to among us today. They have made deals with the devil and they cannot deny it. They have been paid off to allow wokeism, the blog of the blob of Beelzebub, uh, deceptionism to flourish. I said pastors have been paid off to wink at wokeism, to wink at the abomination of homosexuality. Don't you, and don't tell me I know. I know this very well. We have several publications. We have one main publication. And if we run something on wokeism or woke individuals or uh, anything that the world is for, is for, even some Christians don't like it. But we can talk about something else, and they're fine with it. Pastors don't like it. 
when we talk about wokeism and we talk about the abomination of homosexuality and all the woke demonic foolishness that is going on in society today even family members church members pastors who are compromised and who have been bought by uh, the powers that be. This is the reason why you didn't hear many, pa many pastors, hardly any, say anything about the Senate, the so-called prestigious Senate, vote for homosexuality vote for homosexual marriage and they call it they dared to call it the respect for marriage act what a joke see that's that's wokeism for you that's a, that's deceptionism they 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 make it sound like it's wonderful and good and it is corrupt but see they already have been paid the 30 pieces of silver they're already in the club. They have already been shown some benefits. And they consider themselves shot callers. And uh, they have been promised, uh, you know, if you need something, give me a call. If you need more money, let me know. Uh, if you need something for your church, you, want, you need something done, we can get it done for you. As long as you keep your mouth shut, Pastor. As long as you keep your mouth shut, Bishop, uh, and and don't go against the deception that and the rule that we're pulling over the eyes of the American people, and even the Evangelical Church. And there are some good men who know about it as pastors, but because they are pastors, they still want to try to uh, hang in their good with certain people and not be isolated and ostracized. They still want to be loved and be uh, and friends with these devilish deceivers. In the last days, in the last days, by the way this is a broad term, in the New Testament broad enough to where one could say that the last days began with the birth of the church. On the day of Pentecost, Acts 2.17, the days of the Messiah mark the last days, some would say. Yet the time is especially appropriate to the season immediately before the return of Jesus Christ and the consummation of all things. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that we're in those days. We're in the last days. You need to get your house in order and prepare to meet your God. And if you're not sure of your soul's salvation, uh, get sure right now. If you want to be saved from the power of your sin and corruption that's in your life, 
If you want to get saved from a life of no rest and no peace and no joy, if you want to get saved, as my wife and I read earlier today in the Bible, from the land of Nod, that's where Cain, when, when he killed his brother, God ordered him to the land of Nod. Some of you are living in the land of Nod right now. For it is considered, it is a real place, but it is considered in our lives to be the place of banishment, the place of punishment from living in sin, from having committed sin, and uh, have not confessed and have not repented of is a place of no blessing. The land of Nod is where you're living right now, N-O-D. All of your sins are still on you. You're lying, you're stealing, you're lust after people and things. Your disrespect of your parents, your uh, disobedience to your parents, your disrespect of God by taking his name in vain. You would rather lie on God than tell the truth. You ought to be ashamed of yourself as you live in the land of Nod. And that's where you live at, with your sins and no blessings. You want to escape the land of Nod? Then get saved tonight by doing the right thing, and that is believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Another name for him is Emmanuel, God with us. He was born of a virgin, that means no man had sex with Mary, including Joseph. No man had sex with Mary before Jesus was conceived. God placed Jesus in the womb of Mary. Therefore, his blood is pure and holy, untainted with our nature and our sin. And so therefore, he never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And so he was able to become the Lamb, uh, he was able to be, rather, the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world. That's what John the Baptist, his advanced man, said. The prophet John the Baptist. Behold the Lamb of God, who taketh away the sin of the world. <clears throat> he took away our sin. Some of the sins I named, and others I did not name. He is the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world and all you have to do is believe in him. The work has been done, so therefore God does not need your work. It's, it's an affront to Jesus for you to try to work your way to heaven when he's already done the work of dying on the cross for your sins. He paid the sin debt that you owe, and all you have to do is believe in him, have faith in him, trust in him, 
Stop trying to do it yourself. Lay aside your pride in thinking that your church going and your working in the church and your church concern and the money you gave to the church is going to save your soul. That is not happening. Baptism can't save you. Being Christian as a baby, even though you may have a picture of it, uh, that's not going to hold up at the pearly white gates. You must have blood on you. The blood of the Lamb. He did it, not you. It's not what you did. It's what He did. And this same Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, said the most loving, most magnificent, most wonderful words ever said in the history of the world. When he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. It is as simple as that. So let's get on with it. Go ahead on and get saved tonight. It is a free gift. You don't work for a free gift. Some of you people are going into debt to buy people gifts that they don't need and they don't want. And at the same time, they don't have to work for the gift. They don't have to do anything for the gift. They just receive it. And that's what God wants you to do. He has given you a gift. That's the kind of God we have. He loves us in spite of our sins. Our failures and our faults. He does not tolerate sin. He does not uh, want us to sin. But he loves us even though we have sinned grievously in his sight and has provided a way for us to escape by believing in his son Jesus Christ and yes it is an easy way why would God make it hard for such wicked evil ignorant people as we are we would make it hard and we have made it hard many pastors have made it hard and some are not even saved themselves as we have found out so believe on the Lord Jesus Christ my dear friend and thou you shall be saved the Bible says as you believe uh, in Romans 10:13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and so as you believe in your heart, call on him to save your soul. And he will save you. And since you do not know how to pray the sinner's prayer, I will be more than happy to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Please follow me uh, in this prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have broken your Ten Commandments. 
I have committed many sins in your sight and some sins repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my wretched soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. For I do understand that I deserve to go to hell to burn from forever. And Lord, I do not want to go to that awful place called hell. So please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Forgive me of all of my sins because of your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and uh, save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change and help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ and you received the free gift of salvation that God has given to you through his son Jesus Christ and you called on his name and asked him to save you then according to the words of God Almighty and he cannot lie and according to the words of Jesus Christ his son and he cannot lie you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven and to help you grow in the faith please go to gospel lightsociety.com and tap on my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. This book will help you to grow in the faith. It will tell you the next steps. It is a free book, just like your salvation is free. Take it, download it, and start reading it and start growing in the Lord in your new found faith. Also, on the front page of that website, gospelitesociety.com, you will see podcasts populating. And uh, you can go to Google and type in Gospel Light Society podcasts and or Daniel White, the third podcast, and you will find thousands of podcasts that have been done on a variety of uh, theological and Bible subjects that are designed to disciple you in Christ and help you to grow. In addition to that, I preach the gospel and the word of God every day live around this time. and you can come to church here if you don't have a church home. Uh, and in this day and time, uh, it's a shame. It's, it's, I'm so saddened to say this. Yeah, I can't. I can't 
recommend a church like I used to be able to do because so many pastors are woke and lost or have quit the ministry and uh, and some are just not right so I rather for you to come here and hear me preach and uh, in this day and time of wokeism uh, the blob of Beelzebub and also email us and let us know that you got saved so that we can pray for you and rejoice with you anytime you need anything you need a prayer uh, you need to give us a prayer request you have a question please email us on the platform that you're on wherever you're hearing me or you can email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com Now with that, my dear friends, we're going to shift over to our second service tonight. And this is a service that by the grace of God I have been doing going on a thousand days. And it it is the kind of service you need right now, now that you uh, just got saved by believing in Christ. It is a devotional service. And it is called the Standing Between the Living and the Dead. devotional service and my beloved with that ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus family friends and foes and yes even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead prayer devotional memorial family and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible. And by the way, tonight is episode number 700. And I thank the Lord for uh, Danielle Elizabeth Breedlove White, my uh, daughter, uh, who has uh, been handling this portion of the devotional. And Danielle, we're at another great milestone, 700 days of reading the Bible together and with the world and with the on-demand crowd which has surprised me. I give God the glory, praise, and honor. I thank the Lord also, uh, Danielle, for your faithfulness. I thank you, Lord, uh, for giving her that kind of faithfulness. And I thank you, Lord, for her siblings, Daniqua Grace, who has uh, supported her and done her part of this devotional and has been a great big sister to uh, uh, encourage her to continue to be faithful. And I thank you, Lord, for her brother, Daniel Ezekiel, who puts it, once she issues it, he puts it all together in one standing between the living and the dead service. And what a milestone this is, and we, uh, we all of us, give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor for all of it is due your name. 
episode number 700. Thank you, children, for being with me on this journey, this long journey of trying to help people to get back to God by getting back to the Bible. And I read today uh, the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. Uh, this unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement allows us uh, to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, my beloved, we're reading 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. Allow me to mention that uh, many of us are reading the Chronological Bible started on December the 1st all the way through to Thanksgiving next year if the Lord Terrace is coming and we live. Uh, we're doing that privately uh, at home in our family devotions or personal devotions. And we have two tracks. Uh, one track I never heard of. I was my wife uh, downloaded it and got it from Gateway. It's called the Highlight Track, where the, for 61 days you can read these chapters and hit all of the highlights from Genesis to Revelation. I've never heard of such a thing until uh, until the other day, and uh, and so we have two tracks. That Gateway Highlight uh, track, and we have the uh, traditional track, where you only read uh, three to four chapters a day. Uh, the Highlight track, you can read anywhere from four to eight to nine chapters, but it's, it has a, it's, it's a very impactful thing, very powerful. And my wife and I are still reading it. We're on both tracks. It's just amazing to me. And it's an education, too. The Bible is the greatest education in the world. It is the foundation of all other education. So remember that. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for your holy word. And Lord, I pray that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, the power of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word, to teach your Holy Word in this devotional, to preach your Holy Word, the whole counsel of God, and to preach your Holy Gospel. And Lord, thank you that our hearts are filled with your Holy Word. It's amazing what you do with uh, that. Uh, that thing of people reading your Holy Word, uh, large portions of it each day. It's a very powerful thing, and, and it fills us up. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for it. Save those souls that are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing 
episode number 700, if you will. 1 Kings chapter 15, verses 1 through 5. Now in the eighteenth year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, reigned Abijam over Judah. Three years reigned he in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Maacah, the daughter of Abishalom. And he walked in all the sins of his father, which he had done before him, and his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God, as the heart of David his father. Nevertheless, for David's sake, did the Lord his God give him a lamp in Jerusalem to set up his son after him and to establish Jerusalem. Because David did that which was right in the eyes of the Lord and turned not aside from anything that he commanded him all the days of his life, save only in the matter of Uriah the Hittite. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy, powerful word. Have it to sit with us and have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. And Lord, help us to not live like the evil kings, but to live like your king, your servant. Uh, First and foremost, uh, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and your servant, King David. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. service family members, my beloved. Uh, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 202. Daniqua, I did get it, and we'll do that one tomorrow. Today we're at Psalm 1837, and one of our most popular individual podcasts. I have pursued mine enemies and overtaken them, neither did I turn again till they were consumed. The preservation of the saints bodes ill for their adversaries and their enemies. The Amalekites thought themselves clear 
away with their booty, B-O-O-T-Y, but when David's God guided him in the pursuit, they were soon overtaken and cut in pieces. <clears throat> when God is with us, sins and sorrows flee, and all forms of evil are consumed before the power of God's grace. Remember that, people. What a noble picture this and the following verses represent to us of the victories of our glorious Lord Jesus. Glory be to God, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for this reminder. Help us never to forget it. Help us to apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and forsake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we move to the family verses. My wife tells me that uh, we have done three nights regarding fathers, but I disagree with her. I believe we've only done two. And so let me say something else to fathers. My son already has Ephesians 10 and 20, 10 to 20 up. Uh, and that is, uh, make sure you remember that you need to do two things. The precept is uh, to encourage them and to admonish them, rebuke them. Bring them up in the nurture of the Lord. The greatest thing that you can do as a father and the thing that God wants you to do as a father is to let your children know that we have a good good we all have a good good father that's what the songwriter said <clears throat> and I want to say to husbands and to fathers tonight never make it about you and them Make it about always the Lord and them, all the way through, with your wife and with your children. You remind them, this is especially when they get grown, but you tell them this and you prepare them for this before they leave. You tell them that I'm going to turn you over to God because God is real. That's if you know that God is real yourself. If you're saved and born again, you tell them throughout their lives, I'm turning over to God. And even now, even now, what you do is between you and God. And here is the word of God. You make sure you read. I wrote my children a letter today. I reminded them that I read them thousands of chapters and verses throughout their lives from the Word of God, and I preached 
thousands of sermons and messages and teachings to them <clears throat> so they know what the Word of God says. You make sure you do the same. And so when you uh, nurture them in the Lord and you encourage them when they do good and by the way if you have a number of children like I do some are going to do good for most of their lives some are going to do bad for most of their lives you cannot treat them the same you love them the same but you cannot treat them the same okay those who are doing what they're supposed to do on their own they're never in any trouble you you just encourage them and reward them and thank God for them and show appreciation for them uh, nurture them uh, in the Lord <clears throat> those who do evil and re they're rebellious and stubborn you chastise them that's love too sir see the sweet evangelicals have messed men up all the way around they only know what love is love is nurturing your children rewarding your children patting them on the back love is admonishing your children rebuking your children patting them on the butt with a rod of correction my friend yeah that's love too see and as far as your wife is concerned i've already told you a million times if she's a good virtuous wife and a woman that you can safely trust in her and you don't have to watch her and and so forth and so on and make her do things then you nourish her uh, you, you nurture her and you pat her on the back and you reward her and you man you do everything you can for her you hear me see see evangelicals have messed you up with their little books their lying books these are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. I give them say the Pharisees. That's a word. That's a new word. The Pharisees. The Pharisees. Maybe I'll start calling them that. And these are my boys. Okay. I, I, I love the fact that they have uh, great degrees from great uh, conservative theological seminaries. But they have messed you up because they have started their own traditions. Okay? They have told you a lie. When God does not do this with his bride, no, God does not do this with his bride. God has commanded us to not do this with even our children. And so we have thousands of households, maybe millions, where God is holding the husband accountable. God is, uh, and, the, and the husband and the father holding the children accountable, but evangelicals have told you the lie that don't, you don't hold your wife accountable. Oh no, you don't say anything to her. You let her be, no matter how full of witchcraft and rebelliousness and stubbornness she, uh, she has in her, which is causing uh, a shipwreck in the family. You can't rebuke her. Don't rebuke her. Don't say anything to her. And that's what the pastors, the older pastors, the older men in the church have been taught to tell you and to pass down to you. Oh, just just say yes, darling. That's what they tell. That's what they've taught you. Just say yes, darling. 
and just let her have her way. And I say no to hell with that. Later for that. I, you say, I'm just so tired of having to tell. Well, don't get tired. Who told you to get tired? God didn't tell you to get tired. God told you to be the husband and the father. You have a job to do. And it's not going to be completed until you're dead. Or until others are dead. So, uh, with that, my dear friends, if the Lord Tarras is coming and we live. See, I didn't hearken to the voice of my wife. She wanted me to deal with Ephesians 6, 10, and 20. But God and my, God told me in my spirit, you did not do three nights for the Father. But I have now. And so the Lord Tarras is coming and we live. I'll pick up Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 uh, to 20 tomorrow. You know why? Because I think for myself. I don't let my wife think for me. Like you men do. It's ridiculous. You, you're going to get, listen to me. Listen to me well, gentlemen, men. You're going to get your behind in a world of trouble with God if you're talking to your wife over him. This is uh, a problem of thousands of years. Anyway, let's pray for other people. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of all families, and I pray that they would follow your holy word. I pray for the healing and revival of all Christian families, that they would follow your holy word. I pray that you'll have mercy and grace upon those of us who name the name of Christ, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of our wicked sins, of disobeying you, disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. Help us, Lord, to truly repent and to do right by you regarding all of your commandments, not just those two. Holy Father God, I... Uh, pray for the millions of people who are hurt and being impacted and thousands upon thousands even to this day are being impacted. The CDC uh, has uh, said people should start wearing masks again. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll comfort the people who have lost loved ones and who have people in the hospital. Little babies are dying of a new disease that's going on right now and and even worse some are getting sick and the parents have to watch the poor child try to breathe that right there Lord is would bother me uh, just as much seems to me uh, is watching the child struggle to breathe this is almost like a death as far as the pain level and so, Holy Father God, comfort these families and, uh, uh, Lord, draw them to yourself for salvation. We pray for the millions who are hurting tonight, but we also pray for a few uh, new ones that the Negro Grace has sent. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of uh, Texas resident Glenda Barton. We pray for the family and friends of Ohio resident Craig Rice. Uh, 
And we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident Chad Gosselin. We commit all of these souls into your hands as well as ours. In Jesus Christ's name, we continue to pray, Lord, for all of the prayer requests of the thousands that we have prayed for in the past. And Lord, we pray for salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision upon all of the people that we have prayed for in the past. Thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer. Help the people to keep on praying. Help us to continue to pray for them. We pray for these same blessings upon a few that we uh, knew prayer requests that have come in. We pray for Brother Ray Williams. We pray, Lord, for the salvation of the perishing souls in India, that they would come to know your Savior. We pray for Ray Williams to do all he can to reach them. We pray for Ravi. Please bless him with the donations he needs to make this Christmas event a success and give clothes, food, water, shoes, socks, and blankets to the poor children in Pakistan. We pray, Lord, for Pastor Bushibi, and we join him in thanking you for the great worship services. For, Lord, we both know that you're the one who gives great worship services, not us. Uh, no matter what kind of wonderful methods we uh, come up with, we pray for the addition of, we thank you for the addition of new members, new souls saved by your, your grace for the kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the souls saved, restored, and delivered. Lives changed and people healed. Thank you for blessing the prayers for the nation's event. Thank you, Lord, for the ministry opportunity through the Board of Management of Starlight High School. Thank you, Lord, for the worship services at Kibachan Gsiya and uh, Nashanda and for the Bungoma GBF region pastors meeting going well. Please bless them as they fast and pray. Deliver them from drought and famine. Please give gracious favor to greater harvests. Heal Dora's knees. Deliver Africa from drought, famine, and starvation. Please provide them with Bibles for new souls Basics for orphans and widows, food and water ministry resources, and provide for the upcoming women's conference and youth conference for your glory, praise, and honor. And now, Lord, we pray for the people who have heard the gospel from this pulpit and who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and who are now saved. Help them to all grow in the faith, and we pray not only for these few by name, but we pray for the thousands who have done the same. We pray for Peter. We pray for Richard. We pray for Samanda. We pray for John. And we pray for Carlos. And we pray, Lord, for those who have recommitted their lives. They heard the gospel. They were already saved. They heard the preaching of the whole counsel of God. And they came under conviction by you. Because we don't even give an invitation for this. We do not... Uh, we have never instructed people to write us and tell us that they have come back to you. This is all you. We have nothing to do with it, uh, as is the case with anything else good that happens. 
And so, Lord, we thank you for these people coming back to you and recommitting their lives. We pray for Marvin. We pray for Clayton. We pray for Isabel. We pray for S.G. We pray for Solomon. And we commit all of these souls in your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you missed the preaching of the gospel earlier, Jesus Christ said the most powerful, the most loving, and the most magnificent, and the most important words ever said in the history of mankind, to mankind. He said to you, put your name there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Dear friend, if you want to be saved from the power and the misery of your sins and your uh, struggles and your addictions, your depression, your sadness, if you want to be saved from the eternal burning hell, believe right now in the Lord Jesus Christ. For he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. And all he wants you to do, as he has instructed you, is to believe in him. He'll take care of the rest, and he'll help you with the rest. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So as you are believing in the Lord, call on his name in prayer, and I'll be glad to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, and I am miserable with my sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight from that awful place called hell to that wonderful place called heaven by your grace and mercy. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. And help me to turn from my old sinful life. And to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now dear friend of mine. If you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you prayed that prayer with me according to the words of God and according to the word of Jesus Christ. You are now saved by God's grace. 
You didn't work for it. Jesus Christ did the work. And so, dear friend, congratulations on believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to gospellightsociety.com. There you will find a free book that you can download uh, titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Start reading it immediately. It's free of charge. On that same page, you will see podcasts that leads to thousands of other podcasts covering over uh, nearly rather 50 different Bible subjects, theological subjects, all designed in, in very simple terms to help you to grow in the faith. It's all free to you. God bless you, my dear friends. If the Lord should tell his coming and we live, Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow night around this same time. Until then, pray without ceasing. Until then, remember the motto of the Marines, simplify, always faithful, and the motto of the Air Force, always above, simple supra, keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord and he'll keep you in perfect peace. God bless you, dear friends, until next time.